ribs. I'm sitting here talking about ribs and shit. You like ribs. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, I mean, I made the best in Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to welcome you to the Probably Problematic Podcast. This podcast is for mature audiences only. If you do not want to hear explicit content, then tune in to another motherfucking podcast. All right, fellas, let's get problematic in this bitch. Welcome to the Probably Problematic Podcast. I'm your host, You lie, bro. Hey, we from the project, nigga. We don't know fly roads in there. It's your boy X. What it do? Ain't no shame in my damn ass on toes. Shit, Double T, what's happening? 17 million, yeah, that's cool. You know how many OnlyFans pages I can subscribe to? What's up, what's up, man? It's the kid, Corey. What's up? You show me the baddest bitch in the world. I'm pretty sure I can show you a nigga tired of fucking her. The Probably Problematic Podcast. What's poppin', my niggas? Hey, oh, you. Turn the wrong thing down. What's poppin', my niggas? What's going on? What's man? up, bro? How y'all feel? Man, I'm feeling black. Feeling feeling like you, man, this stay nigga feeling stay black. feeling black. God, I'm damn. a black ass nigga in this country. What the fuck y'all think I'm supposed to feel like? <laughs> How you feel, damn. AB? I feel good as a bitch. I feel great, man. Bro, why you scratching <laughs> like that? Because I'm fiending, man. <laughs> I just made some some um bomb ass beef ribs, didn't the X? Yeah. I just made some bomb ass beef ribs. And um, them shits was amazing. Them shits was amazing. So I feel real good. I'm real full. I'm surprised I'm, I'm not asleep right now. So, you know. We, yeah, your ass look sleepy. Yeah, I'm tired yeah. as a bitch. That that motherfucking dinosaur bone put me almost put me down. How you feel, X? Shit, I feel moody, my nigga. You feel what? Moody. Why you feel moody? Because <laughs> my team moody. just got their asses kicked, bro. Oh, yeah. What was yeah. the score? 38 to 10. God, yeah, damn. That sounds First loss of the season, too. Yeah, oh, they beat man. that dog shit out of y'all. Hey, it is what it is. Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, them Eagles. Yeah, trash. damn, that's right. Yeah. I mean, but shit, the Cowboys trash too, so I can't say shit. <laughs> Y'all niggas on a bye week, though. Yeah, it don't matter. No, we not. We no, they play tomorrow night. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah they play Arizona. Oh, yeah, shit. We Y'all got, might yeah. win that. Nah, we probably won't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I well, mean, if we stick to the script and run the ball, I know this ain't a, a sports podcast, but if we stick to the script and run the ball, we can goddamn I was, win the I game. Was, I was really hoping that y'all win. Cause it's Shoot, obvious. Me too. It's obvious my team not gonna win. Yeah, I mean, I I was hoping we was gonna win. I'm I'm always hoping we gonna win, but we never do. So it is what it is. Shout out to the Dallas Cowboys, I guess. Fuck them. I don't know. This nigga said shout out to him. Then say fuck him because you know I'm still totally into all of this football NFL thing, man. Them niggas can suck my dick, but also I want them to win. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I don't know where to be at. That's with t- it. That sounds like a damn bipolar approach to your team, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I feel moody towards the Cowboys, bro. Nah, bro, you can't use my word. Yes, bro. I, I, hey, bro, that's my feeling too. You, that's my feeling, bro. I feel moody. The fuck, you can't tell me how I feel. I feel moody, bro. But anyway, um, let's get into some shit, man. What did y'all? Did anybody find anything um problematic? Absolutely. <laughs> this nigga here. What did so, you find problematic, bro? <laughs> So for the listeners that heard the episode allegedly, where my car was a lot allegedly shot at allegedly allegedly, and um, fire was returned allegedly allegedly. So I'm at work the other day, 
Allegedly, no, that's nah, I was, I was actually there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was actually there, nigga. I need the mouse. Okay, um, so I discovered a bullet hole in my um, in my license plate. Mm-hmm. So I called this nigga AB up. I'm like, yo, goddamn, you know, hey, it's a bullet hole. So you're like, nigga, you bullshit. So again, once again, this nigga don't believe me when I tell him something. <laughs> so. That's not I, true. I believed you. Man, it took me five minutes to convince you somebody shot at me the first a, time. That was the first time, though. Because so his story is crazy as so fuck, So then this nigga was like, FaceTime me. So I <laughs> FaceTime this nigga, and I show him the actual bullet hole in my goddamn yeah. license plate. Yeah, so that true. nigga was like, did you find the bullet? I was like, hell no, but it went through the trunk. So this nigga tell me, he was like, man, pull up to the crib. We're going to see outside this bitch. <laughs> so, of course, this nigga on the grill cooking something. So, I was cooking um, some... Uh, some uh, Bourbon wings. That yeah, day. you see, that's crazy. Yeah. You know exactly what he was cooking. Bourbon wings. So, um, we go in the we go in the joint. We go in the joint uh-huh. in my trunk, and when we go in the trunk, bro, I'm gonna tell you what saved my life, bro. You never gonna believe what saved my life. A laundry basket. Yep. The bullet was actually under the laundry basket. Yep. Damn. Yeah. When, when he say we see CSI, this bitch, we see CSI. Bro, we bitch, took that car apart. We were looking at trajectory. <laughs> we looking at motherfucking. <laughs> we looking at motherfucking angles like, nah, because it came in through this. I'm like, he got a nigga standing on one side, like, but if she aimed like this, it'll go like. Yeah, so it's like, obviously, the travel shot. So, <laughs> what the fuck, yo? Yeah, yeah, that shit was talking. crazy, but man. the funny part, though, what I was playing when I pulled up, though. This nigga call of duty, bro. No, no. man. This nigga go. Oh, you talking about the music you pull, oh. pull up to the crib play mini me. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, I was feeling gangsters bitch that day, bro. Yeah. Have mercy on you though. Man, have mercy on me, bro. Yeah. I, went, I went to the ABC store. I was feeling some feelings, bro. After mini man, I, I listened to Victor a lot, man. I was hey. on my dip shit that night. Hey, I'm on the grill. All I hear, and, and mind you, yeah, I told Double T to pull up, but Double T, like, he ain't gonna call you and be like, I'm almost there. Now he ain't like one of them niggas or nothing. So Double T's just gonna pull up, right? So <laughs> as I'm on the grill, what I got my back turned to the um to the entrance of the of, the, of where I live at, and all I hear is many men, men <laughs> wish that for pump. I turned around, it's double T. I'm right. like, yo, hey, in the white camera, yeah, hey, man, coming down the street. I'm like, yo, this dude is a fool, bro. Hey, man, I felt gangster as a bitch for like a week. Yeah, I mean, you know I mean? some gangster shit that happened. Mixtape coming soon. You know what I mean? <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. That's the name watch of the big out for it. Watch out for the allegedly. So everybody in the lab, watch out for uh, allegedly coming soon. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, How many tracks going to be on? Um, It's going to probably be, allegedly, it's going to be seven tracks. Oh, I It's going to be seven. You know what I mean? Because then I got to, you know, the first track going to be called Alternator. <laughs> <laughs> first track gonna be alternate oh shit then the second track gonna be move that piece of shit you know what i mean what? <laughs> yeah because the bitch told me move that okay. piece of shit i mean I, i'm following you man then the third track gonna be like shots fired you know what i'm saying Full track uh, probably be what bullet hole no nah, get away uh-huh <laughs> then the fifth track gonna be called convincing you know what i mean then oh the, shit this nigga got the name of his yeah, tracks yeah, and yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. oh this nigga been thinking about that then, shit hell then the yeah sixth, the sixth track gonna be like I found a bullet in my own. I found a bullet hole in my license plate, and then <laughs> okay. the final track gonna be like, "I'm alive, catch me next time." Yeah, you damn. I mean? so hey, that shit sound like it's okay. gonna be fire yeah. too, my it's nigga. Probably gonna be trash because I'm a trash ass rapper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, drop a bomb yeah, for that nigga. Gonna, we gonna drop a bomb for you anyway. Double I'm a trash ass rapper. I know I'm a trash ass rapper. Yeah, we Instagram, what up? Anyway, man, it's all good. 
Yeah, so, you know what I mean? When I drop that track, man, y'all niggas look out for it, man. But shit, I'm going to switch it up. AB, what you find problematic? This oh, week? man, this week I found a story. Well, I didn't really find it, but um, I heard about a story this week where a, a here in 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 Richmond, Virginia, where oh, we nice. live at. Yeah. What do we have to offer this week? Um, oh, it was crazy as a bitch. So <clears throat> apparently, a young lady about around the age of around our age comes home, mm-hmm. finds her. Well, the headline of the story says, "Woman." Runs over husband over 39 times. Mm. So the story was she came home from work a little early, found her husband engaged in a 69 position with her grandmother. (laughs) Yes, that is yes. With her grandmother. (laughs) And, And I don't know how. Things spilled into the street, but it ended with that man being rolled away. It ended with her being arrested <laughs> but, yeah, and charged with yeah, like some shit of crimes. I forgot. It's like 57 charges she's facing, but it ended with him being uh, run over in the street 39 times. The police, the uh, uh, I think it was the VCU police pulled up to find the woman. They witnessed her like backing over his body, lifeless in the street. He survived, though. He's in VCU, um, and he's in VCU Medical Center right now in Intensive Care Universe, um, um, Unit. He's not even dead. He ain't died. For real? 39 yeah. times? Yeah. Yeah, he about to get a check. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> they were married. He's still going to get a check. He's going he to find a way to get a check. Like, I mean, he's going to get a, like, a social security. If, check, if like my a, wife run me over, I'm finding a way to get a bag. Oh, yeah, he's going to get it. I don't know how big the bag. He's going to get a check. Again. That's going like to be a disability his, check. His legs probably don't work. I, I, they, I forgot how many bones. They, she broke a lot of bones in this body. Mm. Shit, some other yeah. shit that ain't gonna work you. Ain't just side on that nigga leg. Right, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so. Uh. That shit is crazy. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. That was my right. problematic for this week. So, it was crazy. Yeah. Motherfuckers running niggas over in the street. The grandma. And, yeah, and matter of fact, the craziest part about that is not her running them over. It's the, him engaged in the 69 with the grandmother. Like with the her grandmother. grandmother. Yeah. But, but for real, I ain't even gonna, I ain't even gonna cap. Oh, grandma's know. bad these days though some of them some grandmas are bad like some they definitely can get fucked yeah so shit grandmas look out so yeah, some of them because grandma's <laughs> not even like that old yeah. these days they, they need that, that old, old yeah angie mama type of grandma anymore like nah these grandmas like out that. here are baddies so yeah. you know i see a few grandmas that can get it in walmart yeah because you know grandma's grandma's not named like gladys no more nope. <laughs> they named like tawana yeah yeah <laughs> Felicia. Yeah, yeah. Felicia. Any grandma, grandma Felicia. named Felicia is fat as a And, little, and yeah, that's crazy. Oh, like that damn Rashida or something. Oh, yeah. a Rashida grandma, you know <laughs> she's not yeah. a, a grandma named Rashida. It's a grandma named Shannon now. You know what I mean? Ain't no more grandma. Ain't no Miss Bertha's. Nope. You know what I mean? Miss ain't, no more, ain't no damn yeah. Margaret. Geraldine. Yeah, they got one foot in the grave. Don't nobody name them no more. No, nah, ain't nobody. So, yeah. Man, so you got some fat ass grandmas out here. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah so for man. real. Yeah, I see a few grandmas that can get it. Uh, so, um, X, what you find problematic this week? What you got going on, bro? Man, well, my problematic a little more serious. Okay. What I found problematic was uh-huh. there was some dude in vegas and he left his one-year-old daughter in the car 
I don't know where they were going, but they arrived at someone's house. And he went in and when he came back out, he realized that he locked his daughter in the car. So the police came out and they offered to break the window, call a locksmith, and I believe a tow truck as well. And he refused all of their offers to do so. Come to find out, his daughter actually died. Mm. So I found that problematic because that was his daughter. That's sad. And he refused to do that because he didn't want to pay for the damage to the car. What? Yes. So mm. apparently his car was more important than the life of his daughter. That's sad. And in the picture that I saw, this nigga had on and looked like some designer clothes. Some Balenciagas, a Dior shirt, and maybe some Balmain jeans or some shit. While driving a Nissan Altima. Now granted, the shit he had on could have been knockoff, but it still didn't fucking matter. And that's real problematic because two, like you two gentlemen, we have children. Mm-hmm. And when... I became a father. I was fucking excited as a bitch. I couldn't wait to tell people. I'm like, yeah, got a little me on the way. Mm. Thanks for jumping into the topic real fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, that that that, that just that shit just fucking like that nigga need more than a fucking ass whooping, bro. See, I wouldn't if I was in that situation. I wouldn't have gave a fuck because I got a camera. So you can bust my windows. You Man, it shouldn't fucking matter what car you drive. No, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying on me. I got a camera. So yeah, well, I, I got a GMC to Wayne. Said fuck you know the mean? windows. Yeah. Right. Take them out. You know what I mean? Hell so, yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah, what you was, do. To that get was in the sad car. as a bitch. So he did. He refused. That was the police that were. Um, yeah, that offered to do that. I'm surprised they asked. And Most times they won't ask to what they what what you want them to do to get in your car. Most times they would get to the car and they're gonna react. That's that's partially their yeah, fault as yeah, well. Exactly. Because and then you they, know what else was crazy they, why too? Why would they ask? You know what else was crazy? His mom said that he wasn't negligent in doing so. What? Yeah. So him he went. So he crazy. went to jail. <clears throat> he got arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Him and his mom. See, but but then also. You know what I mean? Like he's he's like totally held responsible, but also the police are held responsible. Yeah, well. just like AB said. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because like I wouldn't even ask no questions. I see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're a police baby. officer. You see the baby? Like, hey, fuck yeah, asking man. this nigga. Fuck you, yeah. anyone. You are supposed to do what is required to get that. Yeah, ain't they supposed to um, baby in life? Yeah, serve and protect, right? Yeah, like it don't matter what the fuck he wants you to do. You got to get the baby out. Like, why the fuck are you asking? Uh-huh. That's some weird ass shit. Everybody in that situation weird as a bitch. The mama. The son, the police, everybody dumb as a bitch in that Sketchy. situation. Yeah, I don't like nobody in your story, X. Fuck them. Yeah, people. fuck them. Yeah, that was crazy as a bitch. He need to go to jail. <clears throat> so, anyway. Hold on, before you get into that. Um, Corey, uh, the podcast member, uh-huh. he shall return next week, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey okay. coming back next week. Yeah. So, for everybody wondering where Corey is, Corey mm-hmm. will return next week. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, shout out to Corey. Yeah. Uh, young Corey, what they call him. <laughs> <laughs> young Corey. Shout out to that nigga. But um, so X, X brought up a topic that he wanted to talk about, and it goes along with his story, which he kind of um stepped on a little bit, but we appreciate you backing up a little bit. But he, he brought up a topic, right? 
Mm. And that topic was fatherhood, right? Yep. Yeah. Because as he brought up, like we all fathers in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Like we are fathers. So from the question that he had, we had like a a, a question when we did pre pro a little bit that we that we figured we'd start off with. So I want it's a question I want to start off asking y'all. All right. <clears throat> and that question was, and we'll start with you because X, you kind of answered it a little bit, mm-hmm. but you, I guess you can go into more detail. But the question was, um, how did you feel when you found out you were gonna become a father? Well, like I said a moment ago, I was excited. I was ecstatic. Yeah, got some fucking E-words this time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't scared. I wasn't nervous. I was, just, yeah, I was happy. Right. Um, little me in the world because I personally think parenthood, but I'm going to say fatherhood since we all men, uh-huh. um, is like the ultimate blessing. Okay. Because... Okay. That was real sweet and shit. And I say that because mm-hmm. that is the closest to being God-like that you can be. Because okay. he is, of course, the creator of all living things. When y'all agree? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So to be here on earth, to be able to create a new life, goes kind of hand-in-hand in what God did. Of course, he's the ultimate creator of all things. You'll never be like him, but that's the closest, in my opinion, that you can be. Okay. So that's why I feel that that parenthood, fatherhood, motherhood is the blessing of all blessings. So um, uh, that is like the closest to being God-like that um, that you could be. That's why I felt that way. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I do have two children. One is my biological child, and the other one is actually my stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm talking about this as far as my son is concerned. Right. Not that I love my daughter any less because I love both of them equally. Right. But I'm saying that because I actually had a part in my son being born. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I want to say that. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I was excited, man. I was happy. I was hyped. I couldn't wait to tell. I was waiting to tell any everybody that I could. You ain't have like any sense of nervousness or nothing. Nah, at all. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't <clears throat> scared. I just knew that um, the fact that I had a child on the way uh-huh. that I had to, I would guess, I wouldn't necessarily say grow up, but kind of change my ways because now I have to not only care for myself, uh-huh. but I have a child to take care of as well. Uh-huh. So anything that I had to do, I uh-huh. had to make sure that that particular priority was put first. Okay. Okay. I like what you said, too. And I want to come back to that, too. A question that I want to ask y'all, like, what uh, what did your child, like, finding out a child was on the way for you? You know what I mean? Like, what did that encourage you to change about yourself? You feel what I'm saying? I feel like that was a real good thing that you was right, right about to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would about. definitely say one thing was my spending habits. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah cause it you, made you tighten up on that. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you can't just be out here. Cause um, I used to work at um at Kids Foot Locker, which was actually my first job. So, uh-huh. and of course I had a discount. So that's where my shoe fetish came from. So I was yeah. love. I was buying shoes like a motherfucker. Right. But of course with a child, <laughs> children are fucking expensive. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, chill out with and that then shit. so and any time that I did buy a pair of shoes. I mm-hmm. kept the fucking box because I ain't know when the fuck I was going to get it by another fucking pair. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. And clothes that. too. So I'm like, yeah. Little man. And of course now, little mama. They was first. Yeah. I'm going to drop a bomb for you being responsible as a bitch. Yeah. That's not that responsible. Hell yeah. Um, Double T, how did you feel when you found out you was going to be a father? Uh, not like that. Yeah. I was on all bullshit. Um, when I found out, like, when I had my first kid, I was, like, 20. Okay. 
and oh yeah, hold on, hold on. How old were you, X? Um, See if that makes it as far as junior, uh, twenty three. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. We're in our early twenties. Yeah. So I was in my early twenties, and um, <clears throat> boy, I was fucked up. Right. You know, but uh, at that time, you know, I had a great job, so mm-hmm. the finances ain't really bother me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hype. I was having a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wasn't hype who I was having a kid with. <laughs> so okay, you know what I'm saying, and and it was all right. And then with my second child, boy, I was drunk. Like I was drunk, drunk. Like, Why is that? Boy, look, let me tell you something. I was at the crib playing Madden, mm-hmm. and I get a text message of I get a picture message, mm-hmm. and that bitch was a positive pregnancy test. Ooh, God damn. Yeah, and I was playing Madden game. online. I had, to, I had to call a meeting with my niggas. Like, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> like, oh shit! What what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Yeah, so, so, <laughs> like, nigga, what are you gonna do? I'm yeah, like, I'm like, what the fuck you mean? We? That's exactly what them niggas said. Like, oh shit, double T, you about to have another baby? I'm like, man, fuck you. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I love my little kids. They cool, right? You know, so, trying to figure out what my dad keep calling me, but they cool. So what 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 um what did what made you um hold on? Do we need a pause? No. Oh, you wait. Uh. So, um, what did what did it make you want to change? Like, what did finding out you were, um, or did you did it make you want to change anything? Like, yeah, being honest, yeah, it, it made me, for real, it made me chill. Like, mm-hmm. cause I was I was living a wild little lifestyle. Okay, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna get into details allegedly, <clears throat> but I was living a wild little lifestyle, mm-hmm. and I was outside with it. Right, and then like you know I was with like different women every day, and yeah. like I was a womanizer. Yeah, and. You know hey, at least you're keeping it a band, my nigga. So, but then, like, I noticed as I started, like, getting older, like, I started setting, like, different standards. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Before I was dealing with my wife now, mm-hmm. you know, like, I ain't allowed shouters to come through until my daughter was asleep. Mm-hmm. Then they had to leave in the morning mm-hmm. before she woke up. So I was like, oh, shit, double T, I'm morals. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, yeah, and then like you know, they just made me better. They made me want to do better. So right, that's, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Let me ask y'all another question. So were were either one of y'all children? It doesn't sound like yours were, but were either one of y'all children playing? Were they playing? Did you playing? Um, my first child was playing. Yeah, your first child yeah. was playing. Yeah, my first child mm-hmm. was playing. So why why you say you didn't want to have a baby with your um the the dog? Because it was coming off a sad ass situation. And I automatically went back and had a child because, like, say, for instance, my first child was a boy, uh-huh. but uh, she miscarried and he passed. Uh-huh. So then, in order for me to try to fill that void, I went ahead and shot the club up again. Right. Like, oh, okay. immediately. Yeah, very soon after. Yeah. So I went and shot the club up very soon afterwards, not realizing what I did, but I did it. So, yeah. you know. So you think that, and that was just looking back, that was just you filling the void right yep. there? Yeah. Yep. That was it. Mm. Sorry, baby. I love you. <laughs> so, so X was you was your child playing? Yes. Your child was playing too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um What about you, bro? Yeah, mine were playing. So I was ex- I was excited. Like my first one, um, my daughter, um, yeah, she was she was playing. I was ready. Like I was ready to have a baby. Like I was I was still in um I had graduated when when I finally had her, but when I was but like my senior year at, at state at Virginia State, I was um man, I was just like 
if I saw like a pregnant woman, like I was so attracted to that. Mm. Like I was so attracted. I don't know what it was, but I just started going through a phase where I was just attracted to pregnant women, bro. Okay, like, that's pretty good. Cool. So, yeah, so then I started just imagining my girl pregnant, and so that's when I was like, yeah, I'm ready to have a baby. And so, <clears throat> um, had a baby, um, and then so that was yeah, that was technically planned. And I was I was I was I was rather well technically when I found out she was pregnant, um. Technically, I wasn't happy. Like, if I wanted the baby, but we were in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Her and I. So, it won't. The, it won't necessarily the best. The, the best thing in the world in that moment. But um, outside of that, I was ecstatic about about having. You know, oh, cool. Yeah, about fatherhood. And for me, it ain't really. I was already uh pretty responsible. One thing I say though, it made me tighten up as far as um. I don't know as far as like being like more protective and more, you know, or whatever. Like I make sure, cause I was always like a go getter and I was always pretty responsible, whatever, but like being more lockdownish, you know what I mean? That, that shit changed that into me, in me or whatever. So, um, yeah. But what else did we have on that topic? Cause I had a couple questions I wanted to ask, ask y'all. So look, so coming off that, right? Like finding out you wanted what you was going to be a father or whatever, like, mm-hmm. What type of father did y'all envision yourself being when you first found out you was gonna be a father? Um, I, I pretty much knew that I was gonna be a disciplinarian father. Mm-hmm. You know, just based off of how I always lived my life because I want my children, and this is a serious ass podcast today. Yeah. But um, how I wanted my children mm-hmm. to be, or how I envisioned them to be. Mm-hmm. So it's like um. You know, with all, like, I believe in structure with all my kids. Like, even though, like, I'm loose as a bitch. Yeah. You know, they won't find out I'm this loose until they're, like, 21. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but I, oh, I, I shit, have. Dad, I have you used to wild out. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, to them, you know what I mean? Like, I'm loving them, caring. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, I love snuggles. Uh-huh. But to them, it's no nonsense. I, don't, I, I only ask you once. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I don't ask, if I got to ask you twice, I'm not getting the ass whooped. Right. You know, like, and that's literally, that's a fact. Right. So, you know, I just knew I was going to be a tough parent because I knew whoever I married was probably going to be very lenient. Right. Because if a motherfucker can love me, they kind as a bitch. Yeah. So, I knew I was going to have to be lenient. What about you, Anthony? Um, Hold on. I want to hear from X. Um, um, X though. Well, yeah. I'm going to piggyback off of you, Double T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a disciplinarian, too. And um, I don't take no bullshit. I'm the same way. Yeah, my kids, I got to tell them more than once. Somebody getting their ass whooped. My daughter, she's 14, and I don't give a fuck. She still ain't, she still get her ass whooped, too. Facts. She could get that leather. I don't give a fuck. Facts. Um, and I knew that I was going to be the exact opposite of my biological father, who was not in my life. So despite that, that was one thing that I did learn from him, mm-hmm. was the type of father to not be. Mm. to my children mm. so i mean i don't got all the money in the world but my kids know that i love them right i would do whatever i can and be willing to do whatever the fuck it takes to make sure that they are a okay right 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 um and now i have to be even more because unfortunately their mother is no longer here mm-hmm. but i still do have a support system which i'm very thankful and grateful for 
So, but yeah, I'm a disciplinarian too. Yeah, like I don't, I don't take no bullshit, and they know that. They try to, they be trying me sometimes too. Right? Hell yeah, kids but gonna they, do but, that. To try. Hey, they can Hell try yeah. all they fucking want. They gonna Hell see yeah. daddy ain't fucking playing. That's kids the crazy thing about it. Kids gonna, kids are try to shit out of you. Yeah. Like they go, they that's but that's what you know separates the good fathers from bad fathers or whatever you know what I mean or lax like being too lax to get days ago versus going too far over the line. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause you know, like that was a thing I had to learn too as a father. Like patience <clears throat> for real. Oh yeah, too. man, that's I'm a, still, I'm thing. still, doing, I'm still going through that patience, especially with my daughter, cause she's the oldest, so she's already had that. She's already going through that phase with her, um, with her cycle and everything. Mm-hmm. So and she does get moody this, that, and the third, and of course with her with her age, mm-hmm. going through her body changes and all that. I definitely gotta have that patience. Right, that teach right. me because mine's young. Hey, um, oh, don't worry, it's coming, yeah, my nigga. So right, and you too, AB. But yeah, but that's the thing that parenting taught me: my patience. Like it, it taught me to, because as a as a man, right, uh-huh. we're taught to be like tough all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got to get over that shit. Whatever, whatever, right? But my first child was a daughter, mm-hmm. so when when you when you have a little girl, it's it, it's so much different. You feel what I'm saying? Like when she fall and scrape her knee, it might take her a little a second longer to get over that mm-hmm. versus you know what I mean. And I had to learn that as a father who has, as a as a black young child, a young black boy, I was always told to get up, you be alright. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dust yourself off, you know, whoop de whoop, yeah. chill out with all that crying. So having a daughter the first time and me navigating parenthood with his for for the for the, when it was in my experience it was just me and her you know what i mean because me and her mom ain't work out so it's me and her you understand what i'm saying and i had to learn to be more patient with mm-hmm. with with her in that regard you feel what i'm saying but um i want to ask y'all a question so you had your vision of what type of father you're gonna be mm-hmm. when you when you found out you were gonna be a father right do y'all feel like y'all live up to y'all own expectations as fathers, like the fathers that y'all are now? Y'all feel like y'all live up to the expectations of who you expected yourself to be I'm gonna as say, a father? I'm going to say yeah, but um, it's still room for improvement. Okay, like what you mean? Um, Like you said a little while ago, um, patience. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And of course with the years that's going to end up going back, the older she's going to get. So that mm-hmm. means I now, I realize I'm going to have to be even more patient. Right. Then on top of the fact that eventually she's going to start dating. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. terrible. So, I'm I'm not looking forward to that, but mm-hmm. it's inevitable. So, I know it's going to come e- either way. Right. So, I guess I just have to cross that bridge when I um, get there. Right. What about you, Double T? Um, sometimes I can be a piece of shit father. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Hey. He drop a bomb for that nigga. This nigga be a, <laughs> keep it a hundred every time, bro. Yeah, it so may not be the shit we want to hear or somebody want to hear, but this nigga keep it a band every be, fucking time. Sometimes I can be a piece of shit father because sometimes I forget that my kids are kids. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I have certain expectations, like I said, like I run, I, I run my household with Iron Fist. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm not even gonna cap. Like even my wife listens to us, she'll say the same thing. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I forget that my children are children. Right. And I might just conk out on your ass, you know what I mean? But then I have to remember, so I have to bring myself uh-huh. back to reality and actually understand I have to teach this child what what I expect and what they should be doing. So sometimes I find myself jumping out of character. Like I said, I ain't going to sit and act like I'm a perfect father. I ain't going to act like I'm the best father in the world. 
but I am a father. Right. So um, things that I can improve on is just sitting and taking my time mm-hmm. and realizing that I have delicate daughters. Right. Mm-hmm. I really think I'm designed to have sons, but <laughs> I have you delicate was, but daughters. But you a piece of shit for most of your life, so. Exactly. So <laughs> I have daughters. delicate daughters, and yeah. you know what I mean? Like the best part about having daughters uh-huh. is they, they love on you regardless. Mm-hmm. So that's why in most cases, like and my, my kids, they absolutely hate this, but I love for my kids to be around me at all times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm the type of dad, I'm kissing you all day. Like mm-hmm. to, to the point my six-year-old, she don't even like me kissing her. She'd be like, snuggles, no kisses. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I just try to get better every day on how I am a father and teaching them different things that I wasn't taught as a child. So. Right. Yeah. So, so drop a bomb. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, it's all in being, being a father. What about you, AB? Um, I knew. Yeah, I knew who I was going to be when I when I found out I was going to have a child. I knew I was going to be a disciplinarian. I don't take no shit. I don't say shit twice. If I have to repeat myself, I'm on the move. So, it don't mm-hmm. matter if you're doing what I told you to do. When I told you to do it, you should have did it the first time. Because mm-hmm. I'm already on the move. I'm on my way to you to see why we can't get it done. So I'm that type of father. You know what I mean? But I'm, you know what I mean? I, I'm, a, I'm a, the biggest thing about me, though, I'm a provider as a father. Like, that's my, my biggest uh, attribute, I feel like. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a provider. Because I'm going to always make sure I go out and get it, regardless. So mm-hmm. I think that's my biggest thing. And, um, and I also feel like I live up to my expect of who I expected myself to be. As a father, you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying, like I um, I didn't always have the best examples of fatherhood coming up, but um, I didn't always have the worst in that in every moment. You feel what I'm saying? But I picked out things that you know, like things that like I think you said X, like things that made me feel good versus things that didn't make me feel good. I applied those to fatherhood. You feel what I'm saying? So I knew. Like certain things that my father made me feel, I knew I would never make my child feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, I would never do that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, so I just do the opposite of that. You feel what I'm saying? And so, hey, it's worked out. I, I um, I think I think this shit is going good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's going good. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like with me, I try to participate uh-huh. in everything that I can, except virtual learning. <laughs> right, yeah, that shit, hey, man, that shit is born as fuck, yeah, bro. Yeah, man, that shit crazy. I don't, but my kids love that shit. That shit stupid. Yeah, my kids that, hate that, that shit. shit. Yeah, that's that shit is like, boring. If you're, if you're a teacher, you listening to this podcast. I'm sorry, but yeah, that I feel sorry stupid. for you. I feel real <laughs> bad for you. That's just stupid. That shit bitch. crazy. So look, one more question on this fatherhood shit, and we can get off this sentimental that shit. All right. So, last question is: What does being a good father mean to you? I want to know. I want to start with you first, X. Though, what does being a good father mean to you? Um, being a provider, okay. a protector, and just just being around and being loving. Yeah. Like like I said a while ago. Um, I'm not the richest man. Mm-hmm. I ain't got a lot of money, but my kids know that daddy would do what he has to do to make sure they straight. Um, they they definitely know I love them. I talk to them every day. I don't necessarily see them every day. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, well, no, I take that back because I FaceTime them. Mm-hmm. So I don't see them physically, Physi- yeah. but yeah, I can still see them. Um, and just just letting them know that if they have any issue, that they can come to me. Um, I know with my daughter, certain things she may not want to discuss with me because she's a female. I, I told her I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I, I started to tell them, um, 
Just let them know that, yeah, daddy here. You, you, if you got anything you want to talk about, I'm here. Just call me. Text right. me, whatever. Um, and just being there. Like I said, my biological father wasn't in there. So um, that's one thing, like I said, that I learned from him to not do with my right. children. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would just say just being there, being loving, being caring, being patient, being understanding, mm-hmm. and just um, being another ear that they can talk to. Right. Word up. Word up. What that's about you, cool. Double T? Um, I just... What does being a good father mean to you? You know, um, as a black man that has three daughters, mm-hmm. I want to try to establish a relationship where they can talk to me about anything. And that's, you know, about boys, like about cycles, about everything. I want to know everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because also, as I am their father, I would like to establish that bond where they feel like I'm their best friend as well. Right. So they're able to come to me and talk to me. So if they're having issues with a boy and, you know what I mean, like I said, I got to work on my temper and not explode and trip, you know what I mean? But I actually need to start listening more. And so that's the relationship I want to have where I can listen to them mm-hmm. and get them honest feedback. So, you know. Right. But hopefully they're 21 when they tell me that shit so I can trip on them. So. <laughs> you got a fucking problem, yo. What about you? Yeah. Um. I, I kind of echo echo y'all sentiments, yo. I, I like yeah. I fuck with what y'all said, man. Being a listening ear, being supportive, being protective, being a provider. You know what I mean? I, I agree. You know what I mean? So, um, and being there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think, like you was just saying, X, like, just making sure you're there for your children. Um, I think that's big. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing you can do as a father, for yeah. real, mm-hmm. is be there. You know what I mean? Like, just make sure you are your children's... Um, um, my wife bought me a hoodie. It said, "It said a son's first hero and a daughter's first love, something mm-hmm. like that." And it mm-hmm. was like um, a father holding two children's hands and mm-hmm. all that, all my kids' names on the hoodie and shit. Man, drop that cool um, for TV, man. Better <laughs> yeah. drop one for cool man. Yeah, yeah, drop two on yeah, for yeah. her. She get another one. Get another yeah, one. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> she out with the one. Oh shit! <laughs> but shout out to TV though. But um, but no, but she she what's the name? She bought me that, and I I like that I like that messaging on the back of that hoodie. That was dope. Yeah, and I feel like that comes from being there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, you know what I mean? Because if you're not there, your child can't never see you being a hero or doing no, you know, dope shit. Yeah. So, you know, it's dope. So um, anyway, onto some other shit, right? On some less uh, lighthearted shit, a Glacier little more boys. lighthearted shit. <laughs> no, not even that, right? So I found um, I found a little clip on Twitter, and I wanna I wanna play it because I wanna get your I wanna see what y'all y'all think about it. You feel what I'm saying? So. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to play it real quick. Mm-hmm. I tell y'all females all the time, a nigga going to treat you based on how he feel about you. But a man's actions that he does out in the world, outside of you, is based on how he feel about himself. So half the shit y'all be sitting around crying by, it ain't got nothing to do with you. It got everything to do with a nigga out here trying to figure out how to make himself feel like more of a man. Y'all don't understand. A lot of y'all hoes forget niggas got self-esteem too. They got an ego too. They got emotions too. And half the fuck shit they be doing, it has a lot to do with them trying to fulfill voids within they self for not being as accomplished as a man as they should be. A lot of y'all can't understand, girl, you keep getting cheated on, not because your pussy ain't good or because you ain't pretty. You keep getting cheated on because the nigga is not where he wants to be financially or as a man in his life for his age. So he goes out. So let me ask y'all a question. Okay. What's up? I'm here for it. Do y'all agree with what she is saying? I do. Okay, you agree? You agree too, X? Yeah. I agree. All right, so Double T, why do you agree with what she's saying? See, because... I believe the message that she's trying to get across is a lot of females, and no knock to our female listeners, 
But a lot of females don't take in consideration how a man actually feels about himself and his self-esteem. Now, for men that cheat on women, it's no excuse for cheating. Or it's no excuse for hurting that woman. Uh But sometimes you have women who tend to forget that men have emotions, men has men we have goals uh-huh. that we set for ourselves and if we became short on those goals uh-huh. we may feel some type of way towards ourselves uh-huh. and it become, may become mentally draining to us okay. you know what i mean so by us trying to feel our feelings but then also we still being masculine uh-huh. you know what i mean it, it puts you in a bind almost Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, I got to come in the house and I got to provide for you uh-huh. and you expecting all this shit from me. But then what about what you doing for me? Right. You know what I mean? And right. I'm not saying financially. I ain't saying sexually. But what are you doing to boost myself? To fulfill me. And boost my confidence or fulfill me. Yeah. You I know what I mean? What so, so you have a lot of men out here that's not getting that. Right. So that's when the cheating starts because... It may be another woman who mm-hmm. might have did something as small as compliment that man. Tell him he look nice. Tell him he smell good. Mm-hmm. She like his haircut. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's something that that woman is doing. But she's saying, she's saying it's something that you lack, that you lack that's causing you to do it. Not something that she not giving you. Yeah. So what Shorty is saying that is so if you broke, right, mm-hmm. then your brokenness, you feeling insecure about being broke. Could be the reason that you go out and cheat. It's what she's saying. She ain't talk. She not talking about what you oh, talking about. Well, shit. Like nah, she's that, saying, that's, if that's something, if something, did you, you did you take that from what she was yeah, saying? Yeah, but and like like um double T to say yeah, that's a trash ass nigga. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah. And like as far as like the and as far as the the one thing in particular she said as far as cheating, um, I personally think that if, when men do that, that's just that's just their type of um their uh, mentality or their personality. Like they're just a cheater. Okay. Like she said, it's not necessarily because the female that they're with is their pussy ain't right or whatever else. That just could be that's the type of nigga he is mm-hmm. for one reason. But y'all saw no hold. Both of y'all saying something opposite of what she said though. Because if you go back and listen to what she said, she said is it's something in the man that he's missing, a void that he's feeling. So if he's broke, when she said like he fucked up financially, he gonna he gonna go out into the world and fill that with females and shit like that. Or if he fucked up emotionally, he gonna go into the world. But y'all saying, but it, that's just him. No, it, but what it, I'm so saying, he it, don't. So is first y'all said y'all agree with her, but now y'all saying something. No, different. but what I'm saying is, if a man goes out and he's he's feeling like he's not doing something right, and he decides to go out and cheat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's him going in a way of looking for something he's not getting at home. You know what I mean? Damn what she said. Okay, so how are you tying that into not getting something at home? Because you said something he not doing right, and then you say something he not getting at home. So what are you trying to talk? See, what, what are you talking what about? What I'm saying is, all right, let's see. I got her message. That's cool. She got it. But what I'm saying, I'm this double T right here. What I'm saying is, it's two ways that you step into this. You have a woman who's not mentally taking care of her man, so he'll go somewhere and find it elsewhere. All right? Then you have a man who feel like he's not getting everything he needs, so he go finds it elsewhere. Now, not saying that cheating is something that should be done, 
but I can kind of understand where that may come in. Now, I'm not condoning cheating, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because, you know, black men don't cheat, you know, but what I'm condoning is niggas need to get it together. All right. So, yes or no, do you agree <laughs> with her that if a nigga is lacking something within himself? I do, but I don't. All right. <laughs> yeah, take that. Uh-huh. I've been yeah. on that shit all week, bro. Say it again, bro. I do all right, I so because basically, I don't want to dwell on it because she she made another point, but the, what she was saying, like if, if it's something in the dude, not that he not getting from his woman, because we we already had that conversation, but yeah. if something of, of in the within you, if you do you feel like it's something like if you've ever cheated, which I, I think we said you said you didn't or mm-hmm. whatever, but if you were to go out and cheat. Oh, mm-hmm. in times that you might have been close, what was what what built what made that happen for you? You know what I mean? Like, was it was it because you were lacking something inside of yourself that you felt like you you had low self esteem about something about yourself, and it made you want to go fuck off? For me personally, yeah, no. But when as far as her message, um, like Double T said, niggas do need to tighten the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But um, if there is something that is going on with you. Uh, cheating isn't necessarily the solution. Nah. I think you need to like do a self evaluation and figure out what's going on. Right, for sure. Because I mean, like I said, cheating like that's that's me person. That's never a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there is a void you're trying to f- that's that you think needs to be filled, mm-hmm. then like I said, you need to do a self evaluation. Mm-hmm. Maybe go meditate or something, mm-hmm. or go go talk to a doctor, mm-hmm. or find a friend to confide in. Right. Right. And then see what's going on. Because right. it could be a mental illness that you don't know you suffer from. That make you cheat, nigga? No, 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 <laughs> not cheat. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. I'm like, saying, like you said, it could be a void. No, it could be a void. No, I got cheaters. I got cheaters syndrome. No, I'm saying if a void that you think needs to be filled in, it could be something. No, what I'm saying. All right. If you have a void that you feel that need that that you think needs to be filled. Uh, what I'm saying is it could be something mentally going on with you that may cause you to do whatever you're doing that you think is the right solution. Yeah. Oh, I'm not necessarily saying, I'm not, no, I'm not saying <laughs> it's cheating. Shit I'm not saying cheating. I'm just saying in general, oh. whatever you think, whatever you end up going to do that you think is best to fill that void, could whatever it is. Mental yes. It could be something mental what going on with you. I'm not saying right. cheating. So AB. I'm not saying you can use that. No, nah, yeah, like nah, you said. Nigga, I, this yeah. nigga, we, I see you try to <laughs> talk. Go ahead. AB, so you, you, you have a degree in psychology, right? Yeah. All right. So could I go on the limb and say that cheating may be a mental illness? No, it's not. No, you may not go on the <laughs> hey, limb. Hey, but... hey, I'm, I'm extending the olive branch. <laughs> cheating may possibly be a mental illness. Nah, man. No, I was, no, I was, was not, no, I was not like saying that, bro. For cheating. Yeah, no, I was crazy. not saying it. Like, you know I got, you know I can't, I got cheating syndrome. No. I cannot keep my dick to myself. Exactly. Man. You know and I then suffer. I can get a check. Yeah, like, you know I'm suffering. Like, you know I break down around hey, holidays. No, no, for real. So say fans, we so we can sit on this podcast because we have a nigga that's certified. He has a degree. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. X, I'm looking at you now. Fuck it. Uh-huh. So we got a nigga in here that got a degree in this shit. Uh-huh. That say cheating can be clinically diagnosed as a mental illness. Who says that? He said it. No, he said the opposite, <laughs> nigga. So this is what I'm saying. So cheating is now shit off. a mental illness. All right. 
Try it. So yeah, I am. So <laughs> she, that's just not gonna she, work out a, well. It's a mental illness. So fellas, that's listening to the pod. Do not take this if, advice. If you cannot stop cheating, maybe you need to go see your psychologist because uh, I mean your psychiatrist and say, hey, I think this is a condition that you I know suffer what? from. It could be true though. And I don't know what's going on with me, but I'm very impulsive. When it comes to fucking other bitches, when I got yeah, a bitch, yeah, X, you you make a point. When when it's said like that, when the don't yeah. says like that, like I mean, you know what? Hey, hey I mean, you I'm might like, you I'm never like, know. You be might, is cheating, you, I mean, is you, cheating a mental illness? Is I mean, it a mental illness? It I mean, might be. It, it may. It may not. A lot of shit is mental illness these days. It, it is. There's only one way to find because, out. So let somebody on. go and if, find out. Because pedophilia is a mental. You mean to tell me I'm attracted to kids, but I can't be attracted to all these bitches? Exactly. And you know how I can't be attracted to world? You can't I can't be attracted to all these women, but I can be attracted to kids and you can feel sorry for me. But me feel well, I'm attracted to too many women. I'm exactly. sorry. That's what I'm saying. So cheating is a mental it illness. It is a mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, did, we, we, we just cracked the code, baby. this thing out. Hey, baby. Tell yeah, me up, man. Hey, good job. Just the code, bro. Hey, bro. So, look, we need to start letting people know, man. Cheating so, is a mental illness. So, for, for ladies. Can't help it. If your man cheating on you, I think it's a mental illness. Yeah, he can't help. He didn't mean to. He can't help himself. Yeah. And for real... Instead of breaking up with him, go get that man some counseling. Like, get that man some counseling. Get him some therapy. Why don't you support him? Have threesome. Uh, which is, which is, I'm pretty sure will be in the um, DSM um, as a way to cure, as yep. a cure. It. Yep. It's a way to cure. At yep. least not maybe all the way cure, but like, the you know, minimize the frequency of. But the I think I do. The, I think I know the cure too. What's the cure? If you become a thruple. Uh. You become a thruple. So say for instance, if you you love this man, if you love and he continue to cheat on you, Mm -hmm. bring another woman into your relationship. The woman that he continues to cheat with. And that might be the cure to him cheating. At least you know his dick at. Yeah. You know his Dale? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Move her in. And let allow him to just be with her and you. You know what he wants. Exactly. You figured this all the way out. I did, T. man. Double T the great, This is man. amazing. <laughs> Nigga, the goat yeah. like a bitch, ain't it? Hey. That, that solves so many things. Yeah, it do. It solves so many things. Everybody yeah. know where everybody at. Mm-hmm. We, I don't have to lie to you now. Because all that lying, because half the stuff that women get mad about in relationships is is the lies that niggas tell. Exactly. But if I ain't got to lie to you because she live here. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? So- you mean to tell me? <laughs> not dead ass, bro. Oh, no. Nah, but this shit's still that, funny, though. Hey, but your two janks can go half and get you a PS5. They can, yup, 250 a piece. Damn. Man, you mean to tell me y'all can't give me no PS5? Y'all can't tell me y'all can't afford it. See, you ain't, uh, so you ain't got to say you. I'm not can cheating you give no me? more. Now you can say, can y'all give me? Yeah. Can y'all give me a because PS4? Because I'm not cheating no more. We didn't cure that. Yep. I you don't care cheating. Yeah. I, which minimizes the amount I'm lying. I don't even lie no more. Yep. I don't lie no more because I, when I was lying, I was lying because I was going with her, but she live here now. Yep. She is. Yeah. So I don't lie no more. Mm-hmm. I don't cheat no more. You Man. mean to tell me I don't deserve a PS5? <laughs> See, because think about think about the reason that niggas cheat, right? What's the reason? So say for instance, right? You mm-hmm. might have a jank at the house. Yeah. She might got some bomb ass pussy. Super bomb. But her head trash. Oh, my All right? God. Okay. So then... The joint that you cheat on with 
You cheat on with like a super head chunk. She got the wop bop. Who give the wopest bop ever. She got the wop bop. That's the wet ass pussy. She hit you with the gobble gobble, bro. She hit you with the gobble gobble. You know what I mean? <laughs> the the gobble gobble. With yeah. the double hand, with the double hand twist, bro. Oh, shit. Pepper with grinder. a grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. The pepper grinder. So if you get. Who said the pepper grinder? Nigga said the pepper grinder. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. McCormick's? Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, so, this nigga that took X out. <laughs> the McCormick. Hey, that's what we're going to start calling some fire ass heads. Some McCormick. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, shit. Hey, don't say you're a fucking fool, my nigga. Oh, my God. Nigga so if a nigga hit you up and say he got that McCormick, you know that nigga got some A1 head the last night. Be like, shit, I'm about to take this bitch a Longhorn because she's going to put some McCormick's on my face. <laughs> 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 hey, all right. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I, forgot, yeah. I forgot my point, but it was fucking hilarious. Hey, that's so, the name of the episode, bro. McCormick. Yeah. McCormick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so say, for instance, you got some WAP and you got some, uh, some, some awesome-ass mouth, mm -hmm. and you bring those under one relationship, like under one roof. So then he ain't gotta go nowhere. Yeah. He ain't gotta go nowhere. I can, I can play my PS5. You know what I mean? I can get I can get some crazy head while I'm playing. But then if I want to go up in some gushy, you know what go I mean? I can just pause it, go in a gushy, and I'm in a crib. So if them two janks was to be like, she goddamn, this nigga never leave the house. Cause think about it, you got everything you need there. You know, you might if you smoke, you know, you got your smoke there. You got if you drink, you got your liquor there. Only reason to leave the house is to go to work. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I'm not going to the gym. I'm not going. I'm not going nowhere. Shit, dealing with two women like that—that's a workout right there. <laughs> you don't need yeah, to go to the gym. Real that's shit. what I'm saying. So, so we, on the probably problematic podcast, we have solved and mm -hmm. cured cheating as a mental health disease. We gave y'all the cure, ladies. Mm -hmm. Um, I know y'all probably sent some crazy ass DMs this week. We Send ready them. for them shits too. Ready. Uh, I'm ready for the phone calls also because I know my sister will be calling me Wednesday <laughs> and like, nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, man, we, we gave y'all free game, ladies. Yeah, man. That, I, I I agree with everything that was said. Yeah. I can't even remember half the shit was said, but I agree with all of it. Hey, we, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, we solved it now. We yeah. solved it. So, Corey, look, I'm a, it. I want to play this other half of this video, right? Because you know that's related to this shit. If you remember the video, so I want to I want to play the other half of this video, and, and then we're gonna what's the name? It's like a minute left or some shit. I don't know. Some of y'all niggas, you 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 literally, bro, questioning yourself as a man because a hoe told you you ain't got enough money. But really, all she doing is trying to find a nigga with more money than what the last nigga had that she was with because she told him that she could do better. So she got to go out here and prove points to this nigga. And you thinking you really inadequate as a man, but really stupid. this bitch trying to prove a point to a nobody because her mental ain't whole. You got to keep the fuck up. Okay. All right. So do y'all agree with her last point that... A woman could try to make you feel broke if she feel like you ain't doing enough. But really, it's all just to prove her last nigga was a bum ass nigga. Cause she looking to move up. You got women that do that. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. For sure. I, believe, I agree with that. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. You have because now, like the standard of like when a woman go out and look for a man. I'm not saying this is all women, mm. um, but you have some women out here that be on that type of shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that shit, that shit, trash for the women who actually is not on that type of shit, and it's trash for the man 
who is still trying to better himself. Because mm-hmm. that can fuck with a man's self-esteem just because you don't have enough money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's I feel like that's one of the biggest self-esteem hitters to yeah. a dude is being broke. Cause I know yeah. when I'm, I know when I ain't got no bread like that, bro. I don't want nobody looking at me. I feel for different. real. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do shit. Don't offer me to do shit. Don't invite me to do shit. Nah, I don't want to come through like nothing. Yeah, you know I feel. I'm, I, I'm the same way, my yeah. nigga. Like, leave me the fuck alone. And that shit really fucking. It can tell your relationship to fuck apart. Cause your attitude be fucked up. Mm-hmm. That should be crazy. Like a nigga attitude don't be right when he when when that if that bank account look a little lopsided. Like, Especially when your um when your girl is, is saying that shit to you too. Like she oh, trying to hurt your ego. Like a girl See, calling you broke. Yeah, no, I'm talking. Oh, about, my oh God, yeah, you fucking broke be... ass nigga. You don't never had shit. Oh, yeah. oh my, that would kill. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I got a funny story about that. So the other day, me and my wife go to Target, and I think I told you. <laughs> so. Them well, target runs, which target girl run, be yeah. crazy, man. So I went to Target with my dangerous. whole family. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? My whole family. I, I went to Target. Mm-hmm. So I gave my wife a set of, uh, set amount of money, and I'm like, "Boo, this is you. This what you spending in Target. You understand me? Mm-hmm. This you." So we get up to the register, and she goes way over what I gave her. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what the fuck you expect. Way now. over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. She was like, um, and she was like, well, I can put some stuff back. So me as a man, I'm not going to allow my woman to go. Like, I feel like if we get the register and my wife was like, I got to put some shit back, that's going to make me feel like a sucker. Mm-hmm. So I, pulled, I proceeded to pull out my debit card. And I said, you know what, boo, don't worry about it. And I, I used my card for the balance. So the girl behind me, you know what I mean? She looked at her man and was like, why you can't do that? Oh what? shit, that's crazy. And then I, I, but I gave him the look like he was a winster. You Why know, would like, you look at him like that? No, because like the way she said it, and then like, because I felt like a ball at the time. Okay, I, I did. You know what I mean? Like you know in that part in the uh, the winster video when Fifty was driving with the bitch, and then the niggas' cars broke down. And you looked at him like, mm, <laughs> that's no. how I looked at dude. I was like, you should do that for your woman because like you know what I mean. Not not trying to put it on a pedestal, but it goes back to being a man. It goes back to being a father and a provider and a provider. Uh-huh. So if you have a family that you're providing for, and I will say what we was buying, we won't buy bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We was buying clothes for her and clothes for the children. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna have you put stuff back. Mm-hmm. If you picked it up with the intentions that the kids need this, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That means I'm going to just have to chuck the L and make that money back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's, that's all I got to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, and, hey, bro, me and my wife did that all the fucking time. Yeah. Hey. Would always grab more. Well, I wouldn't say more. I think a lot of women do that. What's that? When, when you going shopping or whatever, they say, yeah, we're going to get this. We're going to get that. Next thing you know. They grabbing all types of oh, shit, yeah. and, then, and, yeah. they, and they throwing a little bit of bullshit. You get to the register, like, man, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. But like double T, I'm like, all right, man, fuck it. Like you said, bro, take the card out, yeah. swipe, go on about your business, go out there and just replace the shit. With yeah, that. that's you know what I'm saying. Happen. See, I shit, get, see, that's why I like doing lift. But I did. Yeah, that shit helps all the fucking lot, bro. Hey, that shit be clutch as a bitch, bro. <laughs> oh, look, now Hell yeah, going to tangent about. I'm just saying. So. Like like Elvis C said, like, hey man, fuck it. You ain't gotta put this shit back. We just gonna get it. I'm gonna take the L and then go back out and get it. Man, yeah. I, I yeah, you just gotta be prepared for that shit. Like yeah. I said, like you yeah. know you goddamn, you know yeah, whenever you take your woman somewhere, hey. If you don't have an extra five hundred on you, 
Is he going to say if you don't have an extra 500? I'm, I'm yeah, this serious. nigga said in the, in the exact no, amount. No, I'm just saying right. because you, you never know and go like tell me all the fellas that's on this podcast. If you ever went to the store <clears> with your family and your wife did the shopping and you was just there alone yeah, looking sad. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She always OD'd. Yeah. And then yeah. when the prices don't come up, they look at you like, oh. And you need all of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need yeah, all we of need it. everything. She brought soap. She brought toothpaste. Yeah. Like, you be like, shit, well, gotta brush my teeth this week. New paper towel holder. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck we need that for? Like, we need, you need it. <laughs> you, you need it for that counter. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's like bitch, why you buying bounce? <laughs> like, why we can't get that dollar brand? Why you, why you got to buy bounce? Why you got to buy the quilt to pick up? Apple? Just like a quoting a commercial and shit. But, but shit, when that juice spill on that couch, I mean, when that juice fall on that counter, I know your ass got down wiping that bitch up like in the commercial. Then you fold it over and be like, it really does pick up like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, what the fuck were we talking about? The quilted picker upper. <laughs> do y'all ahead, remember? Bro. Do you remember what we was talking about? Hell no, nah. man. All right, but let's get off that shit. Do we have any um? Would you rather this? Because it, it, cause we damn sure it's time. Yeah, I got one. What about you, Double T? Okay. Um, shit, I don't know. Would you rather? All right, yeah, all right. I just wanted to get a good one. All right, so did we have one? Do y'all, yeah, I y'all got, got one. Some? All right, let's go with the would you rather. What we got, bro? Um, Would you rather invent a new gadget or discover a new species? Uh, I, uh, I will. Invent a new gadget, because that species might be dangerous. <laughs> um, and I will get money off of that new gadget. That species, My nigga. The government probably take over, and I probably go missing. What? So, what are you inventing? No, what I'm, I'm talking about the species. Oh, the species. Yeah, because what yeah. I'm saying is if I create the new gadget, I'm going to make money off it. But if I, cre- if I find a new species, uh-huh. the shit might be dangerous. The government going to take it, and uh-huh. they going to kill me, because they going to keep it a secret. That's all I'm saying. Hey, okay. um, yeah, I'd rather do, uh invent a new gadget too. Okay. Because um, one, you can make yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Two, um, that's a legacy. You be known for this shit. You go yep. down in history. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that nigga did that. Call and I'm a black man person. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black mm-hmm. man invented that shit. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So George give me the bread. Peanuts. Yep. What okay. about you, AB? Um, I would rather I would rather invent uh, a new gadget. I'd rather invent a new gadget for sure. I'm with y'all Species on that. Are shit. dangerous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you got a would you rather? Yes, of course. Go. Would you rather, mm-hmm. if you had the opportunity, live life in GTA, Grand Theft Auto? Yep. For those who may not know, or live life in Fight Night. Hey, that's a sweet ass. Would you rather, my nigga? No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Which one would you rather live? They're not even comparable, though. Mm, yes, it is. Well, no, I'm gonna say Grand Theft. Yeah, I think everybody would say Grand Theft. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's just fucking. Would you rather a car so fast in Grand Theft? But you can die so fast in uh, Grand Theft. But the only thing you're doing in Fight Night is just in a box and getting. You don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. Up. That's the only thing you can see in Fight Night. Mm, you never know, man. Grand Theft turns ain't shit else on Fight Night except nah. for being in the ring. Getting your head punched off, but then there'll be that random ass character walk up to you and punch you in your face. What online? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. But I could shoot him on Grand Theft. Man, well, yeah, because yeah, you could now wake back up like a minute later. Yeah, you always ain't think about that. Man, you could. Uh, yeah, you got it. Yeah, I know I got it, sucker. No, all shit. right. <laughs> yeah, she got call it. me a sucker. <laughs> she got weird as a bitch for a second. All right. Um, my would you rather? <clears throat> my would you rather? Would you rather? 
Um, would you rather be able to reverse one decision you make every day or be able to stop time for 10 seconds every day? 10 seconds. Can I get more one time? No, nigga. It's 10 seconds. <laughs> would you be able to reverse one decision every day? You get one mulligan every day or you can stop time for 10 seconds. I'm taking that mulligan. Mulligan? Mm-hmm. I'm getting that do-over. Yeah. I need that do over. Yeah, I'm gonna say that too. Because ten, ten seconds ain't shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it can but, be ten yeah. seconds. Ten seconds is a long time. Yeah, you, yeah. Depending you, on what you're doing, yeah, you're right. Imagine freezing time for ten. You're the only nigga that can move around, like in the movies. Like if somebody, you know how they freeze frame shit and everybody just pause. Imagine yeah. being able to do that for ten seconds. See now, if if it was a minute, I take it. Yeah, nah, I'm gonna I, take that ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. I think the time was longer. I would take the time. I'm gonna too, take but the I'm time. saying ten seconds ain't shit. Because if I'm already in position to do what I want to do, I can stop time for ten seconds, and I can just move around. Y'all niggas, first off, I'm let me tell you something. Bruh. Yeah, y'all be like, yo, the time stop again. Y'all gonna better check your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> like this is yeah. freeze time again. Y'all niggas this checking nigga, pockets. This nigga swiping wallets and, <laughs> and jewelry off people and shit. See, ten seconds. Now, if I was yeah. here like three minutes, man, I'd be robbing some shit. Ain't ten seconds. No, but like, he, but, but no, like he said, ten. I mean, if you if you pickpocketing motherfuckers, then yeah, you could do that. But not even just that. Like I'm just saying, this nigga I mean, petty yeah. fucking thief. Yeah, hey, but ten seconds, <laughs> you petty fucking thief. kleptomaniac ass <laughs> nigga, bro. I'm just saying, man, ten seconds is plenty of time to get some shit done. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, well, hey, he'll do the time. I guess me and you switch our decision. Oh well, yeah. fuck it is what it is. Y'all be mad at me. All right, well, man, um, fuck you, little nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any problematic advice this week? No, nope. hell no, nah, man. Like, like double T say every time, man. We got some trash ass fucking listeners, man. Tired ass listeners. I'm sick and tired of this hey, shit, man. Y'all need to interact with us, man. God damn, we on social media. We got email address. We got all this shit. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? The last thing we got in our email was a Russian boy that's 16 trying to sell us some beats. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead ass, bro. He said man, he look, man, pop. this is the probably problematic podcast. We're in Richmond, Virginia. And we have an Instagram page. Drives bitch. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter account as well. Mm-hmm. Y'all motherfuckers follow us and everything, but don't never send shit in. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? And hey, if man. y'all want to know who the fuck this is speaking, this is X speaking. Yeah. Double hey, T normally say this shit, but this week or this episode, I'm speaking on this shit. Man, y'all, y'all need in, to man. interact with us. Write something. God damn. You could, y'all could say that was a dope ass episode. Something like that. Damn, what the fuck? <laughs> all right, nigga, god damn. Bro, because I'm sick and tired of this shit, bro. All right, all right. Well, look. Um, do we have any random problematic advice? Um from the from the fellas of the pod, from the problematic pod boys. Do we have any problematic advice? Just random man, if you like advice? if you like McCormick's. Bro, <laughs> this nigga here. <laughs> McCormick's is always awesome. McCormick's is, but, a, um, is always awesome. But fellas, yeah, my advice to y'all fellas, every black man that listens to this podcast, every black woman, if you are having mental health issues, please seek help. If you are a nigga that keep cheating, get you a therapist. Yeah. You know what I mean? We might can get you a check. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hit me up. And also, your woman should be... She should be supporting you through this tough time yeah. that you're going through. And we're here for you. Yeah, we are. You know what I mean? We are. Yeah. We're very cool, man. Hit the DM. If you want to talk about your cheating ways, you know what I mean? Hit me up. You know, i help you out. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Yep. My bad. Yeah, hit me up. Hold on. I want to go back. Yeah. I, I, that's really nice of you, Double T. Thank you, man. It's really nice Thank of you, Double T. 
um, no, double to offer self support. Yeah, for the for those they may be going through something <laughs> mentally. What about so you? Did you figure anything out? Yeah, I got some. What's going on? Exactly to the to the to the men out there. What's happening? Um, if y'all aren't ready to become a father, okay, use a fucking condom. Oh man, I'm a. Yeah. We gonna give a round of applause for for this. Uh, Cause yeah, we talked about fatherhood on this episode, and if you know you're gonna be a trash ass father, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you are gonna keep it hundred and if you think that of yourself, then don't bring a child in the world because you ain't gonna do nothing but be on more bullshit. Yep. Do not put a child through that. Do not put a woman through that. Just use a fucking condom, my nigga. It ain't fucking hard. Yeah. I agree, man. That was wonderful advice, X. That that was, shit, that was, I'm dead ass too. Hell yeah. You was a fucking condom, man. Don't be out here on that bullshit, man. Yep. Yeah. Because I fucking hate that. Yep. Yeah. For real, real shit, man. Don't leave no goddamn woman out here to fend for no goddamn baby by herself. Yeah, bro. Because if your you. ass was man enough to sleep with her, then your ass would be man enough to take care of the baby too at the end of the day. Plain and simple. X coming through. Facts. Yeah. Well, um,. My problematic advice would be if you got a badass grandma <laughs> and a husband you might not be that sure about. And your grandma might be a little, she might be 60 and frisky. You never know what I'm saying. Your mom, 60 your gra- and frisky. Hey, your grandma, that should be the name the of the episode. 60 and frisky. <laughs> your grandma might, you know what I mean? Your grandma might got a little brown sugar in her tank. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> grandma, hey, so all I'm saying is just watch who you leave. Around your, your grandma. grandma. Hey, man. <laughs> well, y'all hey, watch, watch Friday, you right? Your grandma around. Because sometimes, hey, you always can't trust your grandma. Yeah. Hey, bro. And, I mean, oh, hold on. Did I tell y'all that she found him in 69? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. So, grandma. <laughs> hey, grandma said that. Grandma oh, and grandma was in lingerie. When when the, the grandma spoke, I stepped out and spoke to the police in lingerie. I'm going to send y'all this story. I'm going to send you the story. Though, Please I think do. I sent you the ex already, but the story crazy. Please do. Was yeah, she bad? Man. Hey man, y'all seen, I know y'all niggas seen Friday. I, I know y'all seen it, so I'm gonna just quote with the niggas. Uh, what Chris Tucker said: man, "The black of the bread, the sweet of the juice, black the dark of the, the flesh, and deep of the roots." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this has been another episode of the probably problematic podcast. Oh, sorry man. for last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about last week, man. We ain't throw out that episode. We end up having a lot of scheduling conflicts, but um, we back. We y'all ain't gonna we ain't gonna miss no more episodes and shit, man. But um. Yeah, this has been another episode of the Probably Problematic Podcast. We out um, this bitch. 60 yeah. and frisky. 60 and frisky, man. 69. Still doing the 69. God damn. Love it. Hey, what if she was 69? I don't know. That would be. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Be, that was her age. <laughs> no, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Check out and subscribe to the Probably Problematic Podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social platforms at Problematic Pod and on YouTube at Problematic Podcast. Be sure to like, comment, and rate us. Send in listener letters and problematic advice letters to problematicpod at gmail.com. The Probably Problematic Podcast. Sixteen and frisky. Hmm. Hey, that's crazy. That's funny. That's funny as a bitch. <laughs>